0: everyone, and welcome to another special edition of The Back Yourself Show, where we give you some of the best tips from the show so far in one bite-sized episode. This week, we're focusing on how to build your startup and investor team. At the start of your journey, you most likely have limited funds, so hiring the most qualified, experienced person isn't on the cards. When Felix Atkin, a founder of Shares, he sat down with Tom, he explained how he hired a few junior employees who he trusted instead of spending all the money on just one person.
1: At the point I needed to make full-time hires what i realized was i couldn't afford to hire very senior people i needed to hire people who are slightly more junior but i really trusted yeah and i knew that could tell the story of Shersi that i really trusted them to represent the business so early stage hires no matter how you know what stage of career are so important because you have to put so much so much faith in them and what I've learned is that, you know, you build up relationships with those people as you're growing, and then you see, you know, how the business is developing. What I've also learned is that the, the type of employees that you need is constantly changing.
0: Your core team is very important, but so is your investment team. Some founders can get too caught up in getting the money and forget to focus on what investors are going to bring to the table. When Nick Telson, executive founder of Design My Night, joined Tom on the show, he discussed how to build a team of investors who'll bring something extra to the table.
2: I think different angels can add different things. You know, I think what you want to do is get a selection of angels with different skill sets. So, you know, some angels might be ones that aren't founders but have great contacts in the industry that you work with. And I might not have any contacts in that industry. So I can help you be a founder but Sarah over there can help you get a hundred deals done. Um, so I think what you need to do with angels is think st- strategically about the team almost and think, okay, well, I know I can go to to Nick to help with founder stuff and I can go to Sarah to get some intros and I can go to Paul to help me raise my series A. Um, and I think that's, that's what you really need to do. And you need to push back angels and and ask angels what they will bring to the table as well. Like don't be scared to ask them what they're gonna offer um, because it's, it's as much an interview of them as they're interviewing you, as I see it.
0: Your founding team doesn't just build the company, they help build the culture. As a founder, the team you surround yourself with will shape your day-to-day experience. When Tom Barber, founder of Prewalk, joined us on the show, he shared your team can really affect your productivity and how to make sure your team is building you up instead of dragging you down.
3: Their ethos of productivity is traction for teams, which is, sounds like a bit of a slogan, but I kind of agree with it. I don't really you know understand what that means. I mean, I, I know what tractions are, I know what
4: teams are. What do you mean?
3: Like the productivity is like how, if you're working with someone where there's a good chemistry, yeah, productivity comes relatively easy. Which is kind of sure. nice. Or if you're working with someone where you're in a, just a market that works very well. Some of the guys that went through, they set up a meal delivery business during the start of the um, pandemic and they have absolutely flown. Fuck and that's enough. just like, Fuck I think enough. timing is... We, we haven't really touched on this, but like what's success? It's like some of it's team, some of it's timing, mm-hmm. some of it's a ton of hard work. And yeah. I think you kind of need three if you're going to really make it.
0: Every founder should keep an eye out of the perils of success. Once people start to notice what you're doing and your business is taking off, you're going to attract some hanger-oners. So remember, keep your eye on the prize and keep your circle small. Back to you, Felix.
1: There's varying advice about this and I've heard it on your own Mm. podcast about not committing to too many advisors you want to have people around you who are really committed to the business and i really thought very carefully about the people that i put around me as people who i did believe were in it for the long run
4: oh, yeah, was, yeah and i think it's absolutely true the um the truth is the best teams build the best companies and if you aren't selecting those people appropriately then it's not going to work out
0: and lastly here's tom's top tips on hiring the best employees.
4: You have to be someone awesome to work for. You have to create an amazing opportunity for everyone who works for you. And that has to consist of them having the ability to be free, do things they want to do, but also have the opportunity to grow. Okay, if you give people those things and a safe environment to do them, you will get the best talent coming and working for you. That's absolutely the case. Second of all, when you start looking at those people, when you want to hire them, I would say there are three things you need to check for. One, are they intelligent? Two, are they hardworking? And three, are they a dickhead? Okay, because if they're hardworking and they're smart, they'll be able to solve every problem. And if they're a dickhead, just don't hire them. It doesn't matter how good they are at their job. If they are going to ruin your culture, don't let them in the business. And that's why no one ever hires me.
0: That's it for today. All episodes will be mentioned and linked down below. And don't forget to check out series four for new tips and amazing advice.